Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Having Healthy Conversations with Tay. And Amy, you are now listening to Hashtag Health, the podcast. Welcome back, guys. Today, we're going to cover how to slay the silly season, how to set goals, intentions, planning, mindset, and dealing with all the highs and lows. Obviously, the good stuff. So Mm. let's do it, Tay. Yeah, so this is a bit of a bonus app. Firstly, I just want to say however you're spending your festive season is correct. Everyone is at different stages of their journey. And if you want to spend it being a little more disciplined, that's fine. But if you want to spend it being a little more intuitive and take a break over this time, that's completely fine too. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. It's however you want to spend the silly season. So today we're going to talk about a few things to help you manage whatever your goals are. Um, so Tay, how would you, or how would you recommend your clients managing their nutrition around events? Um, well, I might start with some tips for someone who is being a little bit more disciplined and potentially tracking their calories. So if you are tracking, um, when you're tracking out, it's honestly best to plan ahead. You want to make sure that if you can look at what you are going to have for lunch or dinner or whatever you're eating out and then plan the rest of your day around that. Um, I always recommend this for my clients. And same thing, if you can sort of pick easier options to track, it's going to make it a bit of a less stressful time for you, in my opinion. So when I say easier options, that could be just like the steak and the simple like veggies or some mashed potato or whatever it is. Um, But I also use nutritional info. I recommend this a lot for my clients. Either if they have it there, that's great, but using like a like for like option. So obviously Mm. sometimes when you go out for dinner or for lunch or whatever it is, you want to get a burger, but you're not exactly eating at grilled. But if I can find like a like for like sort of option, I'll generally use a grilled Um, the nutritional information there and use that to track. So that's a little trick that I like to do with my girls. Um, And the other sort of method that I like to use is like calorie banking, which is probably a really good one to do at this time of year with Christmas, because sometimes you can't always pre-plan and you can't sort of see or get the right estimation for what you're eating. So Calorie banking is basically just eating a small amount or like a small amount less of calories during the week and then adding those calories to having like a high day or a high couple of days where you've just got a larger window. So again, this is probably going to be great at Christmas time because you can just eat a little bit less this week and then have room to move as such um, on mm-hmm. Christmas. And then th- like a lot of my girls, I've kind of just said, like, I don't expect you to track or anything. I want you to be in the moment, um, yeah. but they will have that buffer on those days there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What else? So, yeah, there's calorie cycling, having that window. Oh, also when I am calorie cycling, um, keep in mind your protein. So I will generally take away my calories from like my carbs and fats and just keep my protein yeah. really consistent. Um, And I guess alcohol, we should probably touch on alcohol. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, um, choosing lower cal options there is going to be your best bet. Like you obviously don't want to be drinking all your calories away and like cocktails and things like that can really mm. add up. And I think I think some people are sometimes surprised to hear that a vodka, soda and lime actually still does have <laughs> calories in it. 
but it does. So that's something that I would choose because obviously you're only getting the calories or energy from the alcohol. Um, So again, try and plan those in advance. How many drinks are you going to have that night? Mm -hmm. And then work the rest of your day around it. But that's kind of like some easy tips and tricks that I recommend. Um, Do you have anything that you recommend? Well, I was just going to add to that. Like you can still have your cocktails. That's not what we're saying. But just like go in there and just go, okay, I might have two and stick to it. Like actually follow through on that because just quickly went out the other night, had vodka, lime and sodas and thanked myself the next day for it, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think I had one or two cocktails and it just serves you so much better. Yeah, and like by that point, maybe like okay, the vodka soda and limes don't taste as bad now. <laughs> <laughs> they get better. Trust yeah. the process. Yeah, yeah. So just because obviously the cocktails, if you're having those, and like when we're going out, we're having quite a few drinks. Just the calories mm. on that really does add up. So if you can just sort of enjoy for a little bit at the start of the night, and then sort of switch your drink to something a little bit more friendly towards your goals, then that's that's perfect. Yeah, for sure. And picking and choosing your battles, like not every day or event has to be this blowout or crazy feast. I know like it's the time of the year where you don't really know what day it is. And obviously, depending on how your family chooses to celebrate Christmas and the new year, you might have more events or you might have like a friend miss. Um, But like balance is key consider like whatever the action is how is it going to make you feel because ultimately that's going to make you get closer to the right decision for yourself yeah I know Christmas um for me is like I always have Christmas with my partner's family and then you have like another feast and you go to my family and it's definitely just so much (laughs) and like to give you an example you don't need to eat everything on your plate Mm. that's another thing like just Again, picking and choosing your battles is not just about the day. It's about the meal as well. There's nothing stopping you from saying no and just getting back on track a little bit and tidying it up. Like visualize ahead is what I'm is what I'm trying to say. So, you know, Tay, for you, if you're going to Jaren's and then you're going to your family, like holy moly, that's a lot of food. And it's nothing to be overwhelmed about. But I guess like you were saying before, just be mindful about it. Yeah, like I know, for instance, um, at my partner's family, they have this really good dessert. Like it comes out mm. at Christmas every year. But like I'm like, okay, that's probably where I'm going to enjoy my dessert. And then I might sort of um, just like because my family does like quite a big lunch and like I'll be yeah. full by the time I get to my parents' house. Mm-hmm. I probably won't need that extra dessert. Yes. Like, See, that's I'm, pick- the- I'm picking where I'm sort of um, – I don't want to say like my calorie banking, like where am I going to yeah, eat? Yeah. I don't need to have every single thing. <laughs> yeah. You're picking where you're distributing, which is. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> and that was the example I was looking for. So thank you. <laughs> um, yes. Another thing I wanted to touch on was like food, like quality of food mm. and perception. Like the fact that so many of us fall victim to thinking we have automatically gained five to 10 kilos after indulging on like one meal. Whereas this sort of needs to be corrected. So you probably feel like this is because poor quality foods actually make you feel a certain way. And I'm not sure Mm. if many of you know that, but yeah, you are what what you eat in this sense. So it doesn't need to carry over into 
you know, what you see in the mirror. Like just because you're not feeling a certain way doesn't mean that's your reality. Um, It can really mask that. And like those thoughts are really powerful. So yeah, we just don't want to sort of go down this slippery slide. Like my advice is to be really kind to yourself and accept your intention while surrendering to the occasion. You don't need to just overthink and over-dramatize what's what's going on Mm. it is seriously so temporary and you need to give your body the actual opportunity to comprehend what's happening like you've probably just eaten you know you might have eaten your holy whole daily intake at lunch and that's fine if that's something that you choose to do it's one day in the grand scheme of things so quality is everything yeah, and girls, just remember you're eating different foods at this time of year. It's probably a lot higher in sodium. You've eaten a lot more food volume than normal. Um, there's maybe foods that your body doesn't tolerate very well, so there could be inflammation happening or digestion. Mm. Say you haven't gone to the toilet or, like, there's everything <laughs> happening there. You could even be dehydrated if you are drinking alcohol quite a fair bit at this time. So these are all factors to consider that when you jump on the scales and maybe it has gone up, like, just take a breath and just understand that, hey, this is going to dissipate. I just need to keep my water up um, and just go about my day, okay? So, yes. yeah, the you scales aren't everything. Um, but, yeah, just be really kind to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. You are the byproduct of what you do majority of the time, not on the odd occasion. Yeah, yeah. I do think one of the big things um, when we enter the festive season is accountability, Like I feel a lot of people just kind of throw it out the window or go YOLO. They'll (laughs) just pick it up on January 1st. But um, you don't have to have this all or nothing approach at this time of year. No, you don't. And it's not just nutrition either. There's also the training and movement elements. So steps, okay? Like Mm. just be aware of how much you're doing. Maybe you do need to get up that little bit earlier and, you know, get the steps in or take a couple of walks around the block after the Christmas lunch. Just don't be afraid to actually make yourself feel better and do the things that make you feel good. Just because it's this time of year doesn't mean, you know, you don't have to do what you normally do. Yeah, movement makes you feel so good, <laughs> um, especially after you've eaten a big meal too. Like I know we kind of get like, um, like I always say, like the food food hangover, food coma, that's what I'm calling yes. oh food so coma. Good. But like getting up and walking around like does make you feel so much better. But like even on Christmas Day, like a lot of um, – like my families do the Christmas games and stuff like that. Mm, so yeah. just like moving in that sense, like getting up and just like not sitting on the lounge in that food coma. Um, yes. another, but another thing you can do is even like changing up your workouts at this time of year. So yeah. switching it up for something a little bit more intensive can make you feel really good. Like you can get all those endorphins. So um, like adding in a little bit of hit at the end of your workouts just to get mm-hmm. a bit of a sweat on. Like I know that makes me feel really good and um, I know – a few of my clients have been challenged with that lately and they've actually enjoyed it. Like it's something different. Yeah. I like little finishes here and there. And if you want to go on the other end of the spectrum and say, for instance, you choose to do the movement after the food consuming, (laughs) light stretching, not underestimating the power Mm. of low intensity, um, sort of just, I guess, enjoyable, not super crazy hard movement. Yeah. Just any movement. Love it. Go to the beach. Like go for a walk with the girls like when you're catching up with them. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, a little self-accountability at this time like can go a long way. And it's it's not like you are doing anything drastic. Just a few small adjustments can mm-hmm. make the biggest impact. Um, you may full well know all of this. However, by offering you that little bit of reassurance today can go a really long way. Like I know for a fact you might be thinking, oh, okay, like I know what's going to happen. But us telling you that it's okay for these things to happen um, can just help settle those, I guess, crazy sort of feelings. <laughs> and yeah, thoughts. yeah. The mini freak out that you're expecting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you do struggle with self-accountability, one thing I want to say is don't drop your coach. Or better yet, get a coach now. <laughs> don't wait till the new year to start, I guess, unlocking your potential. Having a coach in your corner is to support your needs like that's just one aspect but this Mm. is when you need it most you know I love those people that are just like Mm. I'm not waiting until the new year I want to start right now because to me I'm like this girl's an action taker and I like her (laughs) Mm. but in saying that like if if you do want to wait till the first that's totally fine (laughs) but (laughs) another way for like accountability if you don't have a coach or you're waiting till the first just communicate it with your friends and family like about your goals or your choices um it can really help with your accountability because maybe they won't offer the extra slice of cake or make comments in your eating it just might make it a nicer experience for you if you have sort of um let people know what you're up to and it doesn't have to be in a um oh no i'm not eating that like a sort of a um a negative sort of mindset just like tell them about your goals like yeah i'm really working hard um uh whatever it is whatever your goal is it could be intuitive eating it could be losing a bit of body fat but yeah just talk about it in a nice way and then people can really respect that yeah, that's a really good point. If you do experience comments that maybe like make you feel a little guilty for choices because it can go either way, like it can be like a mm. nice comment or like a, I would say not a nice comment, but like a more <laughs> empowering comment, like, yeah, go eat that cake. Like, yeah, have the extra piece, you know, you deserve yeah. it. Or it can be the other side where it's like, oh, are you really going to eat that last piece? Like, do you really need that? Like, I'm sure yeah. we've all heard that once in our life so um setting the boundary can be really important for your mental health just stay true to you and your intention whatever your choice is it's your choice and that's perfectly fine yeah I feel like I've been on the back end of both sides of those comments (laughs) like um do you have one yeah (laughs) so I guess for me as I said I've been on the back end of both like if I eat something that's out of the norm for me or um that's not deemed as healthy I guess I should say I've had comments like oh are you really going to eat that like it's not a negative thing or they're not meaning it as a negative comment but sometimes it can impact you in the fact of like oh should I not be eating that is is this the bad thing to do or whatnot yeah the other thing is is like if you are out and you are sort of sticking to maybe choosing healthier choices or not drinking or not doing those types of things there can be that peer pressure of why don't you just have one or why don't you just have this or why do you have to like um, restrict yourself or have some fun like there's a lot of comments that can come around that time of year as well um so I have a question yeah (laughs) what's your response to that let's just quickly dive into the peer pressure one because I think that's yeah so like say for instance you're out and about everyone's like no you should just do it let's just do it and you want to make those healthier options and choices what's your response to that 
I usually, because a lot of the time I probably get it when I don't drink and like I go to an yeah. event that's out, but I just say, yeah, like I'm totally fine having water. Like I don't really need alcohol to have fun. Like mm. I really sort of not brush it off, but I make it like not a big deal. Yeah. For and sure. yeah. Yeah. So the best way, like, don't give it the energy and then it just yeah. won't blow up. Yeah. Yeah. So, but life's pretty busy. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's brain is ready to switch off after the holidays or they're getting ready for Xmas. One thing that helps me is actually to-do lists. Like I use Google Calendar or the calendar on my phone like all the time. I wrote like a weekly plan this week on my whiteboard. I literally literally schedule everything. So if you are struggling with time, you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed at this time of year, it might be helpful for you to just sort of get a really clear picture on what your week or the rest of the year is sort of looking at. So scheduling when are you going to do your training, uh, when are you working, uh, mm. When are you meal prepping? If you're doing lots of traveling, because there's definitely lots of travel between places this time of year, schedule it all in and just get really clear. Um, and then it kind of takes the o- the feeling of overwhelm out of it, in my opinion. Yeah. That's what helps me anyway. So No, that's, yeah, that's fair. Like it's just all about taking as much pressure and stress off yourself as you can because it's just automatically added it's just the time of year it is. Yeah. So yeah. I agree with that. Life is so hectic right now. We both <laughs> know. Being coaches, it's the busiest time of year for us. So it's kind not just of, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like as a business owner, it gets a very yes. busy time of year. Because then you're like, what am I doing for next year? You're sort of uh re- assessing your business. Yeah, assessing your business and then sort of making a plan for like what do I want to do next year? What am I achieving? Yeah. So it gets busy in that sense. But I do feel um some people sort of throw, as we spoke about before, yeah, <laughs> throw their health yeah. and fitness out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have that uh, balance between both yeah. types of people as well. So um, mm. for me, like it's definitely using exactly what you just said and those tools and putting them into play, uh, you know, on a daily basis, but also like you said, like to plan ahead and keep up with that habit to feel really organized and stay on top of everything is mm. a great way to start your year. Um, because, such a good way to start your year. Yeah. And how you do one thing is how you do everything. I love when people say that because it's so true. Mm. If you're going to choose to get organized, more organized on a daily basis, that's going to carry over into a weekly basis. Then that's going to carry over into a monthly basis. And then, oh my God, it's December and you've had a great fucking year. Yeah. And like we just said, if you are waiting until next year to sort of start on your, start on your health and fitness (laughs) journey, (laughs) um, even just getting organized in your day to day life right now can make such a difference for when you start next year, because Mm -hmm. then you've kind of already got a handle on everything that's going in in your life and you're not making this complete flip, like 180 life flip in the new year so it's going to make just adding something in just that little bit easier so if you can start meal prepping start um getting organized with like i don't know i know it's summer but like spring cleaning or organizing your days and stuff like that like it can make a big difference going into next year yeah one step ahead but the last topic we're going to talk about is intuitive (laughs) eating and mindset around this time of year sorry tell you okay yeah, I'm good. I just can't. Yeah. I don't know if you guys heard that. <laughs> She's showing up today. She's a little bit sick, so thank you. <laughs> we appreciate your voice because we need it. Everyone needs it this time of year, oh, and this thanks. is why we're going to have yeah. this discussion. You know what I mean? It's important. Um, Like I was saying, the last topic, intuitive eating, mindset around this time of year, 
Yeah, it's definitely a big one. This is a beautiful time to spend with family and it's a great opportunity for you to take a break from the hustling of this year. Um, I know I've worked with some of my girls who have been dieting to bring their calories up and just have like a well-deserved break and enjoy this time. Mm -hmm. So um, do you want to maybe give the listeners some background information on like what is intuitive eating? Of course. Intuitive eating is to me, it's it's just... I want to simplify this. It's listening and trusting your body's signals, okay? Yes, to guide you with your nutrition choices and needs, but it's it's more so having a more relaxed approach on what you already do. Yeah. One thing I always recommend when intuitive eating is to really slow down at mealtime. So like chew your food, limit your distractions. So like try not to scroll on your phone or like – um watch TV, like things like that. Um, Sometimes even having a designated eating area. So for example, not if you have like a home office, like I do not eating and working at the same time. Honestly, we should be doing this all the time, but it's especially, (laughs) it's especially important for when you are practicing or learning intuitive eating, just so you can really um, connect with yourself and hone in on those um, signals that your body's trying to give you. But do you have any structure or like non-negotiables yeah. when you're intuitive eating them? Absolutely, I do. So mindfulness, you just ticked a huge one for me. Thank yeah. you. That's <laughs> everything. And like you said, we should already sort of be doing this, but it's having a greater emphasis on it this time of year. So mindfulness, yeah, like connection to self, everything that you just said, boom, 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 boom. Love it. Um, Another sort of point I would think is super important is meal structure and having Mm. those non-negotiables so like eating regularly don't Mm. string yourself out till the end of the day to just have the pavlova like (laughs) absolutely (laughs) have your lunch have your breakfast start by having breakfast okay just like i said um just before mimic what you're already doing it doesn't need to be this drastic shift in habits and you know, just all this change, just and stick to what you already know. If you do restrict yourself um, like all day throughout the day, when you get to that meal at nighttime, your body is going to be so hungry that you're probably mm. going to get the urges to overeat because your body's starving. So like regular meal times is is really important and balanced yeah. meals. Yeah. And understanding that because, you know, some people listening may not know that. So if that's a little light bulb moment for you and you're like, wow, I don't have to just starve myself all day to have what I want. No, you don't. And if you need help with that, reach out. Um, Another thing is protein in main meals. Okay. This is a a real big one okay we need to get our protein in Um, yeah Yeah, not just eat the pavlova yeah not just eat the pavlova (laughs) but uh, protein helps satiate us and keep that means keep us fuller for longer and so do fi and so does fiber and veggies so again two really important factors in when structuring your meals having protein and veggies and i guess a easy way to do that is you know, tick off that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm. Um, A big one is instead of having a strict 80-20. So for me during this time, it's more of 70-30 and some days it's a (laughs) (laughs) 50-50. That's me being honest. But again, like have those 80-20 days, maybe four days out of the week, 70-30 days, two days, and then maybe one 50-50 day. Like split the ratio up between 
you know, quality um, foods and soul foods and just embrace it. Don't overthink it. You shouldn't be doing things better. Um, It's just like little improvements here or there Uh, and having the, not having harsh compensation. Like mentally, if you go overboard, that doesn't mean anything. Okay. Like it doesn't make you a bad person or anything like that. Just like you said, there's soul foods, like there's soul moments, like Christmas day is Mm -hmm. a moment to be spending with your family and just enjoying. So don't feel guilty about eating the dessert at Christmas, guys. No, don't, don't. (laughs) And don't go, yes, if you go, um, you know, food overboard, don't go mentally overboard. That's what I was trying to say. Like don't, don't think all these things. Yes. Don't spiral. Do not spiral. Yeah, like Christmas and festivities is a time for connection and, and like, naturally we bond mm. over food. We do. So, yeah, like, you you want to catch up with someone, you go out for breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> you go come out for, dinner. Out for breakfast Like, us, we guys. have Christmas lunch, we have Christmas dinner. Like, we do naturally bond over food. So, like, enjoy it and mm. it's not it's not something that um you're doing all of the time. You're not. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all the points I have. Like, I guess yeah. it's just doing what you can, doing what yeah. you can this time of year and not feeling bad about it. Yeah, sometimes it's memories over macros. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But consistency always wins, guys. So one day out of your diet isn't something for you to worry about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's what you do all the time. Um, okay, so um I think that's it. Yeah, I feel like I think we covered this everything. Up. The only thing yeah. I want to say, and I guess like just as a statement, is it's only a temporary amount of time. Yeah. It's temporary. Everything's temporary. Like you're going to blink and it's going to be the new year. And that's a whole nother podcast in itself, which <laughs> I'm looking forward to. Um, but I hope like what we said today, I guess, just gives you a little bit more insight and a little bit more reassurance or justifies those thoughts and feelings you already have. You already have. But um, yeah, thanks so much for listening. We hope you we hope you loved this app. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you if- did, we'd we'd love for you to pop it on your socials and share the word about our new podcast. We are so thankful for everyone who listened to our episode one. Yay! So it's so cool to see everyone um, <laughs> listening and all over the world. We've seen some stats and we're like, oh, cool. <laughs> do, do, we, do we share? Do we share? <laughs> oh, we've got people over in America and like Brazil and yeah, it's been really cool. So thanks so much for listening, guys. We really, really yeah. appreciate it. And we are so open to feedback or comments. So mm, send us a sure. message. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't be but, possible without you. No, no. But Merry Christmas, guys. Enjoy yourself. And we'll be in your ears soon with a new app. And that'll be um Emily's app. Yay! (laughs) Eat lots and have fun. (laughs) Alrighty, guys. We'll chat to you next time. Bye. Bye.